All right, well, we have the exciting opportunity to talk about Compass 2020 tonight. If you've been with us on the weekends over the last three weekends, uh, you've been a part of this special sermon series where we're talking about the present and future of Compass Bible Church, and these are exciting times to be a part of the church family. I'm so thankful that the Lord brought the Kelly family back for the beginning of this uh, project and the, the beginning of the future, I think, of our church and so we are going to attempt to cover all three of the sermons, not, not cover all three of the sermons, but we want to talk about Compass 2020 as a whole, which is going to go back this last weekend, the weekend before, and the weekend before that. And uh, this is something that we get to be a part of. A lot of big things start Big organizations, big accomplishments start small. And so you've heard probably the story of the way Apple started. Put that picture up on the screen. This is where they started right here in this garage in Los Altos, California. Same thing with Google. Go ahead and show me the Google spot. That is 232 Santa Margarita Avenue, Menlo Park, California. And of course, Mr. Walt Disney also started in his garage the Kelly family didn't start um, as big as we are today. That's us right there on our wedding day. That Bethany's sister was trying to duck, and she just didn't quite get out of the picture. It's all right. But there we are. I used to be a part of the Backstreet Boys back in the day. And um, since then, our family has grown, and uh, we are bigger now than we were then. And things tend to do that. And I think as a church, not that we're a small church necessarily, but there are certainly much bigger churches. What we're talking about doing as a church family is something that's much bigger than who we are and what we do now. And it's really exciting, I think, to be a part of this process and then the end results that I think will come uh, as a result of the process. And so tonight is not only a recap of what Compass 2020 is, but a challenge for us as a ministry to participate in Compass 2020. And if I keep saying Compass 2020 and you're like, what, what are you talking about? That's the first thing we're going to talk about. What is Compass 2020? And uh, just the last three weekends, we talked about, three weekends ago rather, we talked about um, reaching and that's how the sermon series started. It was Pastor Ben Blakey's send-off weekend. We prayed for Ben and Holly and their kids on the stage, and we commissioned them to go to Boise, Idaho, and plant a church. And this Boise plant is one of several church plants that have now taken place. And we, as a church here, want to do more of that. And so we want to be a part of planting churches. You can hit that. That was the main thrust of what we talked about three weeks ago. How about that for a summary of that whole sermon? Uh, then, the next week, we talked about teaching, and we had a whole sermon devoted to teaching, and you can put up the next slide for me there, Isaac. Um, expanding and optimizing our home campus. At Compass Bible Church, we do a lot of teaching and preaching from God's Word, and so we want to take advantage of the opportunity to expand our, our home base and optimize the space that we have. We want to be a good steward with the facilities and parking lot space that God has given us and make the most of it. Make it awesome, make it great for church. And so that was, in a nutshell, what that sermon was all about. We're on a roll here. Uh, sermon number three, which was this last weekend, had to do with training. 
And we'll talk more about this in our small groups tonight. These are the questions that hopefully uh, you answered. But this last weekend, we talked about training, and the exciting news was communicated that we want to start a Compass, or the Compass Bible Institute. And this is a a really neat thing that I think uh, is happening, and we are at the grassroots level. We want to launch the Compass Bible Institute, and in the Compass Bible Institute, we want to offer high-quality ministry and theology, teaching, training, equipping, and um, Pastor Mike made it really clear, if you were with us this last weekend, that this is not another Bible college Bible colleges exist, and they do what they do. Pastor Mike, what he explained over the weekend was we want to create an institute where we train people for ministry. There's a lot of hands-on doing of the things that we're talking about in theory in the classroom setting, and there will be the classroom setting. There will be homework, there will be papers, all that kind of stuff uh, attached to real ministry And those two things historically have been together, and that's just a a great way for um, us to learn together as a church. So this training um, is super exciting. He talked about um, launching a Bible Institute for a few reasons, to strengthen Christians, to equip teachers, to embolden apologists, to direct the called, so people who are going to do vocational ministry, but the first three include people who are not doing vocational ministry. We want to equip people for ministry across the board uh, to coach servants, to motivate evangelists. I lost track of how many here. Some are eight. Um, To challenge disciples. And uh, that's what we want to do with the Compass Bible Institute. So that's what it is. For the rest of our time, I want to talk about why we should be a part of it. And I think that's a good question for us to pose to ourselves individually. And it's a good question for us to pose to ourselves as a ministry. Um, Why should we be a part of it? Why should you individually be a part of it? Why should we as Thrive be a part of it? I have some answers for you. And these are my answers that seem compelling to me, and if I were in your small group tonight, these are maybe some of the answers that I would give, but these are not the only answers to the question. I've got three, and I'll throw them out for you now, and I want to have you spend a little bit of time at the beginning of your small groups giving your answer, um, because like I said, my list is not exhaustive, so be thinking about why we ought to be uh, participating in this thing called Compass 2020. My first reason is because it allows for a direct participation in the Great Commission. Being a part of Compass 2020 allows you to be a direct participant of the Great Commission, fulfilling, doing the Great Commission. In Matthew 20, excuse me, Matthew 28. Uh, chapter, chapter 28, verses 18, 19, 20, Jesus issues the commission to the church to go to all the nations, make disciples, baptize, teach, send, all of these things that uh, reaching, teaching, training are direct applications of the Great Commission. And so by you being a part of Compass 2020, you are getting 
in line with what God is doing in the world through the Great Commission. And just for my um, uh, brain, I pictured a river and a, a river having a, a current that's going in it and maybe a winding river. And near the edges of this river, it's shallow and the, the current moves slow along the edges and it maybe has to slow down with the twists and turns and the boulders that you know, break into the, um, the stream. But in the center of the river, there's nothing blocking the progress of the water that's going down. The water's deep and it's like fast-moving water in the middle. Maybe this is cheesy, but I picture, I picture the uh, Great Commission being at the center of that river. I picture the river being what God is doing in the world. God is accomplishing his plans. Things are moving in the direction that he wants them to move. And at the center of his will is his commission to the church. Go and make disciples of all the nations, teaching, baptizing, and that's where the current is. And this is a chance for you to get into the river and not just like float down the slow part along the edge, but to jump right into the middle and blast down uh, the, God's will, I think, in the world as he's accomplishing his plans in the world. So to me, that's really motivating for me to be a part of this ministry because I want to get right in the middle of that river and make as much progress as I can with my lifetime. And this is a chance for me to do that. It's significant work. The stuff that we're talking about doing with, with Compass 2020, the Great Commission, reaching, teaching, training, this is significant stuff. There's a lot of insignificant things that we do on a daily basis and just, you know, because we have to. There's a lot of insignificant things we do on a daily basis because we want to. I'm a part of a fantasy football team, and, you know, that's... Uh, <laughs> fun. I reconnect with some college friends. The relationships are really important. I'm mostly there for the fellowship. I've never won. We've been playing since 2007, but, um, you know, I, I do the fantasy football thing. That's, a, that's a, an important thing to me, but it's not really that significant when you compare it to the Great Commission, the center of the river of God's will. I think of, I don't know, sports seasons that have started now and the, the carpooling and the, sh you know, shuttling that we're doing with our kids. It's important. We, we see some value in organized sports and the things that they can learn through that, important to us. But at the end of the day, not as significant as what we have the opportunity to do with Compass 2020. So that's exciting to me to think about being a part of something significant. That's number one. Number two is as a church, collectively as a church, we can do more together than each of us can do individually. Put that up for us. As a church, we can do more together than any of us could do individually. That's, that's exciting to me. That picture that I showed of my family, this is a great example. One plus one, Mark plus Bethany, didn't equal two. In that picture, one plus one equaled six. Right? You got the math on that? When we come together as a church, we are more than uh, each individual person. When we come together, we become a body, a, a, an organization, a group. And together, we're stronger and more productive 
in accomplishing God's plans than each of us individually doing our own things. And so everyone brings something to the table in a church. Every person is essential. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though are many, and they are one, so it is with Christ. And you can read in 1 Corinthians 12 and other places where the church is compared to the body. That's because every member, every part of the body comes together to form the whole. And we have a chance to do that with Compass 2020, to come together, bringing our individual gifts and contributions to the table to, as a group, do something more significant than we could individually scattering. That's exciting to me. And there's also a negative side to that. There's something frightening about that truth, that if we fail to participate in the body, then we could seriously hinder the progress of the body. I'm not a doctor. We have some doctors in the house and they can check here, but there's this thing called the rule of nines with the human body. Do I have that slide? Could you show me the rule of nines? I think this is for burns for assessing the surface area, not as much body mass, but the rule of nines, let's just roll with it for now. Rough math here. I'm not a mathematician either, but... But I think Thrive is about 10% of Compass Bible Church. So 10% of the body is right here in the room. And I'm looking at this chart seeing, all right, 4.5% is one arm, 4.5% is the other. That's not a mathematician, but I think that's nine with the two arms. Maybe if you got big arms, we call it 10%. If Thrive participates in Compass 2020, it's like two arms participating in the operation of a body. Or if Thrive just kind of is absent from this whole Compass 2020 thing and we sit on the sidelines for the next 20 months, then it's like the church trying to accomplish the reaching, teaching, training plans without the functions of two arms. Or one leg. And for the next 20 months, you know, Compass is limping around with, with one leg because a 10% of the body isn't cooperating. I don't want to be that 10%. In fact, I'd rather be a 10% of the body. I'd rather be two arms that are major contributors to the carrying out of what we do here. So I took a picture of my biceps um, for you just to, to see that that is what I would love for our ministry to be right there. If you have problems, thank you, with the PowerPoint... I put it together, and I'm not a PowerPoint master either. I'm not a doctor or a mathematician. Okay. So um, that's my Photoshopping, if you can even believe it. But let's be that, right? Let's be, let's be contributing members of the body. Let's do that. And there's a third reason that I think we ought to be involved with Compass 2020, and it's this. The growing pains will be good for us. The growing pains, I think, will be good for us. Not only is the end result good, all of these things that we're talking about for the end finished result of Compass 2020, that's all great stuff. More churches have been planted, an optimized and expanded campus, and a Bible institute. The end result is good. 
but we can't blink and have the end result be here tomorrow. There's actually going to be a long and I think painful process in order to get to the top of the hill that is the finished uh, result of Compass 2020. And I'm excited for that process because it's going to force us um, to move out of our comfort zones. It's going to stretch us and challenge us in ways that we wouldn't otherwise be stretched and challenged. If we're comfortable as a church, that's a problem. If we're comfortable as a ministry, that's a problem because comfort doesn't breed progress. So it's when we get knocked out of our comfort zones that I think even biblically speaking, God does a lot of growing in our lives in challenging circumstances, in painful circumstances, in stretching trials. I even pulled up a passage. There's probably a lot that, uh, I don't know that we would call Compass 2020 a trial um, as the way James uses it, but man, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. God talking to Paul. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It will certainly force us to depend on God in ways that we wouldn't perhaps otherwise depend on him. So I just think the whole process of getting to the end of Compass 2020 is going to be really good for us. And that's another reason to participate. When you participate, when you get involved with this, I think there's a direct um, benefit on your spiritual life. Your, your relationship with the Lord is you experience those growing pains. And there's probably a lot harder growing pains we could experience you know, we could look at other countries where persecution is tense, is high, and we can see the, the way that God is growing the church in, um, in persecuted areas, and th those are growing pains. And I, th I think, you know, going through this Compass 2020 is going to be growing pains, but not in the same way as being a persecuted church. I think of the challenging trials that God could put in any of our lives at any point, and some of you are right in the middle of difficult trials, and you're experiencing growing pains in, on a different level. This is another hard way uh, to experience the growing pains, but I think Compass 2020 is, is one that we can uh, look forward to and make the most of. So that's what I want to do. There's a fourth number, and it's just question marks, because these aren't the only three answers for why you and we should participate in Compass 2020. And as I mentioned at the beginning, I'd love for you to go into small groups and, and share just ideas maybe that have popped to mind since I've started talking or um, things that you thought over the last couple weekends. I mean, if you have kids, there's a lot of neat opportunities for our kids even that we could probably add to this list. Wouldn't it be great by the time your kid is graduating high school to have an established Compass Bible Institute? I mean, think about the theological education they could get and the, the equipping and training they could receive before they go to college or think about the, the you know, uh, optimized campus here with a, like a playground for kids to play on that's, you know... I don't know, designed to be a playground and a 
an industrial park that looks and feels a whole lot more like a church and you invite people to church and it's a welcoming place and there's, you know, places to meet and do partners and all that kind of stuff. Man, there, there's, you know, a hundred things we could put on the list here. And so I want you to share some of those tonight with your group and, and brainstorm together. This does bring up a question uh, of finances and how, how much do I give and what do I give? What does that look like? And that's a whole can of worms. But contributing financially isn't the only way we need participation in Compass 2020. Uh, it's one of the factors and it's a discussion item that we're going to put on the agenda in the future, in the next few weeks or something. We'll maybe take a night and talk about that and just think through um, family planning and, uh, with finances and all that kind of stuff. But for now, pray about how you can and should be involved. Pastor Mike gave one of those pledge cards. Man, that's a healthy thing to, to look at and think through. And go on the website. If you haven't gone to the website, Compass AV 2020, go there. You can watch some of the videos of the mock-ups of what the campus is going to look like. And uh, you can get all the info there. So go on there. If you haven't checked that out, go on. If you use social media, um, talk about maybe some of the reasons in, in your groups, why we should participate in it. There's just a lot here, and it's a long road. It's an exciting road. It's going to be healthy, good for us to move through it. But this is going to have to be a major focus for our church for the next 20 plus months. And so let's focus on it as a ministry and not be dead weight to the body. Sound good? All right. I'll pray and then we'll go. God, thank you for um, the things that you have done through the ministry here and the things that you are yet to do. God, we talk about the future of Compass and we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what it's going to involve and not involve. Um, and so we look to you and ask that you would accomplish your divine redemptive plans here through us in the ways that you see fit and help us, God, to consider it an immense privilege to participate in a project like this one. May we get excited about this as a church. May we work together cooperatively as a body. And may you accomplish great things for your namesake. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.